0: hello hello
1: hello
0: welcome to kawaii cast yeah uh, we
1: sorry we were gone for so missed, long missed
0: last week has has life gotten any easier for you
1: no i <laughs> feel exhausted uh,
0: that's that's me all the time i'm just i'm so exhausted and so tired
1: i just feel like the weight of the world
0: and lately i've just been like down. sore everywhere so same So,
1: before we get into today's subject, uh, I kind of wanted to go off a little bit on a different subject, just because I read this article this morning, and it kind of fits into the anime news a little bit. So, we've been kind of a little bit overwhelmed by the hype of this season, especially the hype surrounding Demon Slayer, as it's literally the only thing I still want to talk about. (laughs) It. I was talking to my roommate who just barely binged the series and I told him, like, I honestly can't think of another series that I think could qualify for anime the year that's generated this much hype. And then this morning I remembered there was an anime that I was expecting to generate that much hype that kind of didn't and got swallowed up by the simulcasts. And that was Carol and Tuesday. Yes. And that brings me to the article that I read Because I realized the reason why Carol and Tuesday kind of fell out of everybody's radar is because the people who wanted to watch Carol and Tuesday already have. And now the fact that it's on Netflix, it just barely came to Netflix last weekend literally nobody cares it
0: is, it is uh, episodes 1 through 12 i think it was a 24 episode series so it's
1: still half, going
0: half of the episode half of the series is on netflix now
1: yeah but the people that were swallowed up by the hype have already watched it through illegal means so netflix kind of missed the boat on that which is why nobody's talking about it because we are now consumed with the hype of the summer simulcast season which has just completely enveloped it. Which is sad, because like I said, I think Carol and Tuesday could absolutely be a qualifier for anime of the year, and is probably the only thing I think that could give Demon Slayer a run for its money at this point. But the article I read this morning was talking about the uh, Great British Bake Off, which I know is everybody's favorite anime. That
0: that is a very (laughs) interesting build-up. Like... <laughs> like, I want to talk about <laughs> demon slaying, going right into lesbian musicians. From Mars. From Mars. <laughs> and then transitioning over <laughs> into baking game show. How <laughs> how do you go like that? I have a point.
1: I have a point. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> So, for those of you who don't know anything about The Great British Bake Off, which I know is your, everybody's favorite anime, but uh, each week, uh, they eliminate a new contestant, and then the series keeps continuing, and it's become one of those series that has become something of, like, the water cooler series of this generation, where everybody is on online forums discussing each week's episodes. It's a huge deal, apparently. I don't watch it, but it just is one of those shows that a, generates a lot of hype. I,
0: I've seen a bit of it. And, it's it's nice for, it's a nice reprieve from your like other, you know, cooking shows like Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Where it's it's very like cutthroat
1: mm-hmm.
0: whereas with with the Great British Bake Off, it's it's like the judges are like, "Oh, you you did a very good job on this." But Yeah. You you know, and and they'll give, like, some constructive criticism. They'll be like, well, if you just, if you had put the the stuff in the oven, like, five minutes sooner, or, you know, something like that. Yeah, well, I don't really
1: want to talk too much about the show itself. Uh, Mostly, I just kind of want to talk about, like, the fan base that exists around it. Because, similar to anime simulcasts, it's a series where each week, people gather on forums and at work and the break room and stuff to talk about each week's episode. And it has a really huge following because of that. Unfortunately, since the series is licensed by Netflix, most places where that is the only legal place to watch it, a lot of fans of the franchise miss out on discussion. And because of that, Netflix is now reconsidering their format for this show. And they. And I don't know how true this is, because. The, the website I read the article from usually posts really reliable sources, but they didn't seem to have a lot of information about this. But supposedly Netflix is going to start simulcasting that show so fans of the show can actually start to enjoy it week to week as opposed to having to binge the entire thing after the series has already run its course.
0: You know, honestly I don't know why they haven't already started doing their, you know, like simulcasts on some of their things yeah. like like with Violet Evergarden, they simulcast it in, in Canada the U- and the UK. And the UK, but they decided to exclude the US.
1: Yeah, I feel like the US was kind of a control for that experiment just to see and the numbers did show that most like the numbers in the UK and Canada for the viewership for that show was way higher than in the US because again, people in the US who wanted to watch the show did so through illegal means and by the time it was available through Netflix.
0: It's like, well, the train we've had already, already watched it. Yep.
1: The people who waited legally like us never got on board the hype train because nobody wanted to talk about it anymore. And the people that wanted to be on the hype train did so illegally. And that's kind of what Netflix is noticing with these kinds of shows. And so hopefully we can see the numbers start to rise through particularly the Great British Bake Off to show that there are more people who are demanding this type of thing. And I know when I read the article, all the comments were just filled with people Complaining about how Netflix has always been a binge type franchise and how they are binge watchers and how they love the binge watching series. But here's the thing, you could still binge watch something, even if it's being simulcast. See, that's
0: that's not even entirely true either, though. Netflix mm-hmm. started out as a mail-in DVD thing. Yeah, you could you could order, I believe, up to two DVDs. You're not going to watch an entire series on two DVDs. It's
1: mostly become famous from its binge but, watching. But mode. it
0: has become famous because of its online binge watching. So I'll and give you that. <laughs>
1: I don't think that Netflix will ever abandon its binge watching habits. Like, I think its original shows are always going to remain like, you know, things like Devilman Crybaby and Agretzko will always release 10 to 12 episodes at a time because those are their properties and they can release them as many episodes as they want. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I I agree with that with with the Netflix properties. Yeah. They they can control it. But but with something like Violet Evergarden and, Carol, like and Carol and Tuesday with things that they didn't really produce but they're they've got the rights to show it if if they want to Make make the the full, you know, uh, like benefit it from the most. Yeah, they need to simulcast.
1: Yeah, I absolutely agree, and I think that the evidence that you know this hype is generated through simulcasts was proven during the Crunchyroll Awards last year, where we had two Netflix series both up for Anime of the Year. The one that won was the one that was only available through Netflix and no other services and was very difficult to pirate, and that was Devil May Cry Baby. And the other was Violet Evergarden, which only generated hype again in Canada and the UK. And most people who watch anime legally in the US, who are people who are supporting the Crunchyroll Awards, never got on that train. Yeah. And I think the numbers speak for themselves, considering a lot of people had good arguments for why Violet Evergarden should have won Anime of the Year and I genuinely thought it was going to win Anime of the Year, but I... Devilman Cry Baby absolutely sweeped it and even A Place Further Than the Universe also beat it in numbers, taking second place. So I think if something as beautiful as Violet Evergarden can't live up to the binge watch traditions of Netflix I don't think any anime can. Yeah. Unless, of course, like I said, it's something that is solely produced on Netflix, like Devilman Crybaby and Aggretsuko. So, the reason I brought that up is just because we are starting to see a glimmer of hope that Netflix is noticing these numbers. They are catching the fact that fans do want to have simul or simulcasts. And that they have noticed that they are excluding basically half of their viewership by only treating the binge watchers and if you are a binge watcher congrats that's great there's there's nothing wrong you can still binge watch something that's being simulcast
0: there's absolutely nothing wrong with binge watching yeah and you can binge watch something that's being simulcast
1: right Uh, now it, it
0: seems like like a lot of my friends who are binge watchers um so leading into the actual subject. Yes. <laughs> so, so a lot of my friends who are binge watchers are saying they're not watching this show yet because they want to binge it.
1: Yeah, and I think there's a lot of shows like Demon Slayer was one that a lot of my friends waited to binge, and then when episode 19 came out and everybody basically shoved it down their throat, they're like, okay, I'll watch it. Fuck. Fuck.
0: Yeah, just,
1: <laughs> <laughs> just,
0: just like uh, yesterday. You know, mm-hmm. for, for Labor Day, we were doing D&D. Mm-hmm. And afterward, you know, one of the members turned to the DM. She's like, you need to watch this show. You need to watch this show. Was it Kennedy? Yes.
1: Uh, yeah, Kennedy is... <laughs> Kennedy
0: the... was like, you need to watch this. And, you know, because Kennedy's just like, oh, I love I love Best Girl, the, the love girl. And, <laughs> you know, so now that the DM... I, re-
1: I really want to cosplay her, too. She's <laughs> another one that's been added to my list.
0: She was so funny because she was going on and on about she's like i'm gonna cosplay this girl and like i went and got a shirt and i was looking for her and i was gonna alter it but then i put it on and i realized it already has the boob window
1: i feel that (laughs) yeah because i can't wear button-up shirts either for the same reason like so
0: so she was really excited about it it was pretty funny and then of course this morning Mm -hmm. our dm was like Okay.
1: She now she's gonna cosplay Gyu. I
0: gotta cosplay Gyu. <laughs>
1: yeah, Gyu is another one that's on my like I want to cosplay list. There's so many characters from Demon Slayer I really want to cosplay as. My list in order as it stands now is Zenitsu, Gyu, uh, Mitsuru, and then uh, Tanjiro.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and
1: like, then uh, Nezuko because she's best girl. Because of course. But on to today's <clears throat> subject because we keep getting distracted. Uh. I was going to transition with the whole fact that like all these numbers that Netflix has is like they're trying to do like this experiment with their audience and it was going to transition into the experiments on the show but I didn't have a good segue for that so yes that's me trying ah ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're talking Dr. A Stone for effort.
0: <laughs> yes Dr. Stone
1: so similar to what we did with Demon Slayer we're going to talk about this before we get too much hype generated around the show And then when the ball finally drops and everybody starts freaking out about the series, we'll probably do another episode. Because, you know, I've been told by the manga readers, you guys don't even fucking know yet. You don't even know. You don't even know. You don't even know. know."
0: Just just like manga readers are.
1: Yep. (laughs) You anime-only watchers don't even understand (laughs) what you're about to experience, okay?
0: You just don't get it.
1: And I'm not reading the manga for this, but so far... I've kind of been enjoying a little bit of the radio silence surrounding Dr. Stone because I feel like it's allowed me to kind of have my own opinions about it, as opposed to everybody like with Shield Hero who was telling me, this is the greatest isekai ever made. No other isekai can isekai the way this isekai is isekai alright? all right? And I was just got sick of it, which is why I had to spend an hour venting about it on one of our episodes. (laughs) But Dr. Stone has had, even though it's being promoted by Crunchyroll at the same level, it's definitely had a lot more of a quiet fan base, which has been really nice, actually.
0: Yeah, um, I feel like it's going to be a kind of a sleeper series. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's just going to kind of go on for a little bit. and And then I feel like almost like Demon Slayer, where it's going to hit mm-hmm. a certain episode...
1: And like, then it's going like to blow up Twitter.
0: And then people are going to be like, holy fuck.
1: Yeah. Uh, if Dr. Stone breaks the internet the way that Demon Slayer did, I will say that this has probably been one of the best years of anime.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, it's definitely been the best year for Shonen Jump. Uh,
0: <laughs> like, it, it, it has been a good year for anime. I think what's like, hilarious... Like a really good year. Like, I don't know. It, it seems as though a lot of... A lot of the stuff that's come out hasn't been fantastic. Mm -hmm. But during each season,
1: there there
0: has been a fantastic series to watch.
1: Yeah. And so far, a lot of my top ones, as I just said, are Shonen Jump titles. I think my favorite season or series of the first season was... Uh, The Promised Neverland, and then we had Demon Slayer last season, which I was enjoying even long before episode 19. Right. It was still my favorite of last season. And then Dr. Stone is definitely in the top of my list this time, I think only being beaten out by Demon Slayer. And yeah, fantastic year for Shonen Jump. And I think what's hilarious is why I think this particular year is so good for Shonen Jump compared to last year Is that from what I've been told, last year, Black Clover had a very similar experience to Demon Slayer. Where the first part of the show was kind of a sleeper that nobody was really watching and nobody cared about. And then it had this one episode, like this one fight that everybody freaked the fuck out about. But the reason it didn't break the internet the way that Demon Slayer did is because I feel like it's being handled really poorly by its studio. Compared to Ufa Table treating Demon Slayer like gold, I think Black Clover just missed out on that.
0: Yeah, I, I couldn't get into Black Clover.
1: Yeah, since Black Clover is con- a continuing series as opposed to a seasonal series, their budget has to be spread a lot thinner. And again, I think it's being mishandled by its studio because of that.
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of funny. I I was so. Uh, I realized it was still ongoing, like mm-hmm. the other yeah. day, and I'm sitting here like, really? <laughs> it, it just it just seems as though I just I know so many people who who are just not fans of it. Like it it doesn't seem like it has a big fan base. So that's why I was confused. What's funny
1: as it does, but they're so quiet about it because again. I think most of them are fans of the franchise, but not necessarily fans of the series. Because I really do think it's just being poorly handled. I think if they had done what My Hero Aka did, or what Demon Slayer did, where they're just going to watch it, like, one season a year, and confine it to, like, 12 to 24 episodes, it would definitely be doing better. Because then they can actually focus its budget on the show, and not on trying to keep it alive.
0: <laughs> Makes sense.
1: So, uh, but yeah, I think that's why this year Shonen Jump is just so fantastic. Cause all of the top series of Shonen Jump now are all being handled the way My Hero Ako was. And My Hero Ako was such a unique Shonen Jump title because of that, because it was like, what one season a year. You mean we're not getting a new episode every week until this series goes down in flames like fairy tale and one piece and naruto and...
0: in in one piece's defense it's still going strong <laughs>
1: it is still going strong but it definitely only holds its own water because it's one piece and can't really be compared to the seasonal animes because the people that are loyal to one piece are going to say it's the best show no matter what's playing and the people that are watching seasonal anime are not going to take the time to watch one piece <laughs> fair <laughs> so it kind of exists in its own little universe
0: uh yeah one piece is <laughs> i i love love one piece but i hate it because it's so long
1: it's so long
0: so so it's like now now that it's gotten so far ahead of me i feel i can't catch up
1: mhm
0: you know especially not with the the newest I heard the Season, newest arc was uh, amazing. The, newest, the new seasonal format of anime. Yeah, I like, heard the new arc know? of One
1: Piece is incredible. Like, it's the best arc ever.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm hearing.
1: And again, proof that this has just been a fantastic year for Shonen Jump. For everything but Black Clover. <laughs> and Boruto.
0: And Boruto.
1: Yeah, Boruto is... Even Boruto fans hate Boruto.
0: <laughs> I almost feel like... Boruto is lasting on its own out of sheer making fun of itself.
1: Yeah, it's kind of ironic at this point. You know, like,
0: it's just... People are watching it out of, you know, because it's ironic to watch it. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but it just kind of feels that way.
1: Yeah, but I definitely understand, like... We definitely have the new top lineup of Shonen Jump titles, and they all got anime premieres basically this year. I mean, My Hero Aka is currently sitting in the top three of Shonen Jump titles, only behind DBZ and One Piece, which is a huge deal. But you do see The Promised Neverland, Dr. Stone and Demon Slayer all creeping up, and I think of those three, manga-wise, Dr. Stone is on top. Mostly because The Promised Neverland has already announced that it's in its final arc, meaning that it's not going to keep generating new fans. And Demon Slayer's manga is... While the writing is fantastic, the art is... kinda ridiculous.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah not not like the anime where it's like yeah like the animation you're just like ah oh. especially episode 19 you're just like
1: ah oh. yeah uh the animation of demon slayer will give you an orgasm where the art style of the manga is just kind of like this isn't living up to its anime.
0: You're <laughs> like <laughs> wait a second. It's kind
1: of funny when you're already a fan you can appreciate the like weird scribbles and ridiculous faces and you could even meme the fuck out of it's, the manga. It's
0: it's like watching One Punch Man, and then going and reading. It's like a web.
1: Yeah, it's it's actually very similar. Like uh, the way that one, like their original artwork for One Punch Man and Mob Psycho 100 is like not very high quality at all. But both of their animes are like top tier quality <laughs> exactly. it's a very similar feeling reading the demon slayer manga and it again it kind of feels like UFO Table just had a lot that they could mess with and work with and but like i said at the those mangas dr stone is definitely the top tier of them mostly because this anime is almost a one for one translation and two, because it's a very unique shonen series. It's what's considered a non-battle battle anime. hmm And we've been getting a lot of those lately, which is fantastic. Between Haikyu and The Promised Neverland probably being the two most prominent, I think Dr. Stone is definitely going to come out on top. And that's saying a lot because I love The Promised Neverland and Haikyu. The
0: Promised Neverland is really good. Dr. Stone is really good. Yeah, Uh, I am definitely looking forward to Haikyuu, which I believe the new season of of anime has been
1: announced for January.
0: Announced, it's it's been uh, delayed, so it's going coming in January instead of the winter season or fall season.
1: Yeah, which honestly, if we're getting a high quality series, I don't mind it getting delayed a few months. No, not at all. But I do want to talk about Dr. Stone. We've been talking a lot about Shonen Jump, (laughs) which is great because that leads into why Dr. Stone is doing so well and why we're so proud to talk about this series. But I do just want to talk about Dr. Stone because I really, 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 really like it. And I wasn't sure if I was going to like it or not.
0: It was, it was definitely one that when they announced it, I was like, okay, that's interesting. I'll, I'll definitely check it out, you Mm -hmm. know, but like I said, I, I try to check out most things. Every season, yeah, but kind of like you said, I, I wasn't <laughs> sure if it was like, oh, I'm I'm really hyped for this. I'm gonna watch it, and it was it was just kind of like, okay, it's it's interesting. I'll check it out.
1: Yeah, my first experience with Doctor Stone was actually a Super Eye Patch Wolf video where he was reviewing uh, shonen jump titles, and it was like the big one he really wanted to talk about, mostly because he wasn't a fan of the first arc, which was the reviving arc where. He brings his friend, or his friend gets revived automatically, and then they try to bring his crush back, so they have to find a way to turn the stone people back into humans. And he didn't really like the arc too much because it felt like it was a bit too much about the main guy and his crush, and this whole idea of finding love in a post-apocalyptic world and kind of slice-life bullshit... And it didn't really have a great premise to it because it felt like a love story that wasn't going to go anywhere since we already know the two of them are going to end up together. They know they're going to end up together.
0: Yeah, right? And then he's like... Like, they both obviously have feelings for each other.
1: Yeah, like, there wasn't a lot to that arc. And it's not really until those two characters kind of disappear from the plot that the story really starts to feel like a true Shonen series. With Senku absolutely leading the way towards the future of the stone world. And the rivalry between Senku and Tsukasa is one of the more interesting villain hero plots I've seen in a long time.
0: <laughs> yeah, one one being, you know, very uh, intellect-driven and, and whatnot, and the other one being more physically fit and muscle bound and they they both more, have they both have very different approaches to everything.
1: Strangely enough, too, the muscle bound one is the one taking more of an emotional drive as opposed to the protagonist. Where normally in Shona titles we see the protagonist is all about friendship and love and doing what's right. In this case Tsukasa's very very much that character he is doing what his heart tells him is justice is right what's good for the majority of people he's not doing something because he wants to be a ruler of this world or anything like that
0: he just he believes that that is what's best like he feels in in his words the adults are corrupt. Yeah. Like, there's no need for a corrupt society now.
1: Yeah, and that's something I think that a lot of people, both in the millennial generation and Generation Z, can relate to with this idea that we feel like we were born into a world where the grown-ups before us ruined it before we had the chance to take our first steps out into adulthood. Like, most of us became adults around the time that the world hit the recession when the stock market crashed and when it was hard to find employment or find a place to live. And because of that, the youth was never given the opportunities that our parents or grandparents were given. So it's natural that we can relate to a character who feels like given the choice, the youth should be the ones leading the world. Yes. But simultaneously, Senku also has a point as well. That science is not something that is biased or political or has an opinion like that. Science is something that benefits everyone.
0: Yes. Uh definitely see both sides of the story. Um I don't know which route I'd take, to be honest.
1: Yeah. And a lot of the characters as we're starting to see in the latest episode don't know what route they want to take either as there's benefits to both sides this isn't a good versus evil debate this is for most characters it's going to be a what side benefits me more and while uh Tsukasa could easily bribe people with the idea of making them higher powers in this new world or in the case this newest character he could have his own harem of any, like, pop girls or idols that he wishes.
0: Let's let's revive all of the Love Live girls, <laughs> and then you can be their harem master.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so he could easily bribe these characters with their desires or their wishes and easily grow a following of young, strong, smart people that are willing to do anything for him. Where Senku's only real motivation for getting people to his side is simply that he has the drive to do things that other people can't. He's smart.
0: He's he's intelligent. He just he wants to get the world back to where it was. Yeah. And then And
1: he's probably the most likely to do that at the quickest rate. Yeah. Where while Tsukasa is smart He doesn't understand science and technology enough to revive the world. His stone world would be one of mankind starting over, where Senku's world is one that's going to be taking the fast track back to civilization. Yes. And I think what's interesting about this series, and we joked about this before, but this series really is Minecraft the anime.
0: (laughs) Minecraft the anime! Uh, the, the difference there is, uh, a lot less punching trees starting off.
1: Well, we didn't get to see all the punching trees starting off. (laughs) Senku did that by himself.
0: That's, (laughs) okay.
1: (laughs) We, you gotta remember that a lot of Senku's early days by himself, he was, like, revived for, like, what was it, three seasons?
0: Yeah, he, like, yeah, something in, like that. He
1: started in like fall, and he had to survive winter and spring by himself.
0: No, he uh, he sur- he he was revived in spring,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I believe, because he he did mention that that he does have enough time to build up for the winter. Yeah, and then the coming spring, or something, is when uh, his friend got revived.
1: Okay. But he basically was living off mushrooms.
0: <laughs> My, what a way to live.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and if anybody's ever played Minecraft or any watch any Let's Plays of Minecraft, that basically is how you start. You start with wood, dirt, and you just eat whatever falls out of trees or anything that you could scavenge. You don't hunt yet. You don't really do much. Basically, your early days in Minecraft is you build yourself a house so the things at night don't kill you.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: And you pray that and, you don't see a creeper.
0: And and that's that's kind of the the main thing in like survival as well. Yeah. You, you <laughs> first want to find water, and then you want to find shelter. Yeah. So so those are the two main goals.
1: And then Minecraft can literally start with you punching trees. And end with you, depending on what updates you have and what mods you have, you could end Minecraft going into space. Or hell. Or hell, yeah. Well, hell hell is easy. You just dig down. You just dig. (laughs) That's the rule of Minecraft is you don't dig straight down.
0: uh, That's exactly what you do in Minecraft. (laughs) I wouldn't know. I've never played Minecraft.
1: Uh. But you could do anything from building, like, nuclear reactors to solar panels to... uh, You could even have, like, a pig-generated electricity.
0: Yeah, I think... I remember when Minecraft first came out with their Redstone update. Yeah, and and you could
1: make electricity.
0: And you could make the electricity, and someone went out, and they just made a giant calculator. Yeah, and and it actually
1: functions. And it was,
0: like... That was a big deal. Like, just one calculator in Minecraft.
1: Yeah, so think of kind of that whole idea, but put into an anime, where they start off with literally nothing. Like, they don't even have clothes. And they're quickly learning how to use the wilderness and whatever they have around them to make modern technology. And it's kind of incredible.
0: Wow try to make modern technology
1: (laughs) yeah probably my favorite example of the show so far was uh making ramen
0: (laughs) that was hilarious (laughs) because uh he he gives the ramen to the the villagers and they're just like oh my god this is amazing then he tastes it and it's like this isn't at all (laughs) what i thought it would be (laughs)
1: he's like oh the aftertaste it's so grainy gross (laughs) right and he makes it out of, uh, foxtail. foxtail,
0: uh, foxtail grain. Yeah. Gross.
1: <laughs> Instead of wheat. I saw, like, somebody made a post. They're like, so that kind of stuff grows, like, in a field outside my work, and I'm tempted to make ramen out of it. <laughs> I can't wait for Crunchyroll to post their <laughs> recipe video on how to make.
0: <laughs> for reals. Uh, so, I, I think I would definitely try it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't, I, I, don't think I'd have high expectations. I
1: feel like it's one of those things that probably one of like the shops in Akihabara probably gonna have like a green noodle ramen, and they're just gonna call it like foxtail. Yeah, ramen. <laughs> I can
0: totally see that. That's that's what we're waiting for.
1: <laughs> like it won't actually be made of quote, foxtail. Quote
0: but foxtail yeah. ramen.
1: It'll probably just have like some pesto or something in it to make it green. But yeah. I think that it just seems like one of those gimmicky things that some shop would definitely pull off. Of
0: course. <laughs> just like all the shops that just have the... the oh my Nar- god, I
1: can't believe it. It's 30 to 50 feral hogs. <laughs> oh my
0: god. <laughs> 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 yeah. Just like some ra- some sh- ramen shops will just have the the uh, same thing as the Naruto ramen. Mm-hmm. You know, just that same style.
1: I like the <clears throat> fact that Tsukasa is such a ridiculous <clears throat> character, too.
0: He's just so OP. He's... Like,
1: he just caught a fucking goose in mid-air and killed it. like
0: <laughs> That, and he just, like, literally made a a whirlpool with a spear and caught, like, eight fish. Yeah. You know, like, that's, that's not humanly possible.
1: <laughs> and not to mention the 30 to 50 feral hogs he killed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or the lion that he punched to death.
1: Yeah, and then made it. Its clothes out of its fur
0: uh, oh my
1: i think one of my favorite things about him as a character though is the fact that he does kind of come across as like this generous king like character like his first uh interactions with senku is as long as you guys keep me around you'll never go hungry his... yeah
0: he's he's not malicious by any means yeah he just has a his own view of the world
1: yeah, he's very kind and understanding as well and he he wants to protect people. And he's very good at that too. Like they really didn't have to worry about food with him around. Yeah. <laughs> he knows what he's doing and he respects nature and
0: so so right off the bat, I will give the show one piece of criticism all the females have their eyes, like, yeah. really far apart, and it's it's a little off-putting. Like, none of the guys have that, right? No. It's, it's, just, it's just the females. All yeah, their women,
1: I- all their eyes are so far apart. You know what it reminds me of? You remember the Meme Maker on the original Nintendo Wii where you could choose how close and how far <laughs> yes. away your eyes were? Yes. And you could even have the eyes, like, going all the way off the face? Yes. That's what it reminds me of.
0: For reals,
1: <laughs> but yeah. Right away, uh, we knew that Sukasa was going to be a villain, mostly because like his theme music was villainous and his appearance was villainous. Plus, and... plus,
0: you know, if if Disney has taught me anything, it's that with Sukasa's uh, theme song, there's going to be like that glowing, like radioactive green color everywhere.
1: Yeah. I I imagine
0: it's going to turn into a musical, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Plus, he was, like, immediately, like, the strongest character in the franchise. Yeah. Right off the bat, like, and he was too perfect, and he's just like, you never have to worry about anything as long as I'm around, and it's like, except for you.
0: Yeah, that comment's a little suspect.
1: Yeah, like, nothing ominous about this buff, naked man who just punched a lion to death and now has brought us a mountain of food
0: This man just this man just punched a lion and then gave me a goose as a gift.
1: We don't have a refrigerator, Sukasa, maybe you should chill.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Again, rule in Minecraft, you don't kill all of the animals right off the bat. You need them to breed.
0: <laughs> breed.
1: You killed the only cow in this entire world. Now what are we going to do? Laugh. <laughs> Guess we're eating pigs from now on.
0: Mmm, bacon.
1: (laughs) But I also really, really like the idea that, like, the seashells were, like, the most important ingredient for starting everything, because... It's always something you would never suspect, and also it introduced us to the soap, which was our Dr. Dr. Stone. Stone! Oh my! And we get another Dr. Stone later as well in the form of medicine. Yes. As we find that medicine can be made from rocks,
0: So, apparently. So they have to make the antibiotic, which can be made two ways.
1: Either through fungi? Either through fungi,
0: fungi or mold, like penicillin, or through rock basically yeah.
1: and they chose the rock method which so, which is dr stone
0: i honestly didn't know that i didn't either so so that was an interesting thing to learn
1: also the show taught me how to make gunpowder
0: yes <laughs> i mean some of us are living in the future and learned how to make gunpowder from star trek
1: what's star trek
0: yeah exactly well
1: i've never heard of that anime
0: i you know it's 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 really niche you like you have to go very far underground to find it
1: oh yeah unless it's at anime conventions i don't i don't know what you're talking about
0: seems that way is it
1: like galaxy quest kind of (laughs) what's
0: galaxy quest
1: just seems like a Gundam ripoff, if you ask me.
0: You mean like uh, every...
1: Gundam series? Gundam series?
0: (laughs) Gundam is just a ripoff of Gundam. Every Gundam series.
1: (laughs) But yeah, I really like the fact that the series really, really plays a lot on its idea that stones are the most important thing in the world. Which is kind of funny, because typically you think like stones aren't that great life is the most important thing in the world but it's it's very unique finding out that really minerals are far more valuable when it comes to science at least in this series it is
0: uh yeah and it it even shows not only with like the the seashells and with the trying to make the antibiotics but with uh the character that senku meets later that he's he claims to be a sorcerer yeah. or whatever they call him you know and he you know he he senku convinces him to take him into you know his hut and in the, inside the hut he's been gathering all sorts of different rocks. surprise surprise rocks <laughs> you know and and senku's just Freakin like
1: boys in their <laughs> rock collections right
0: and is just like, hey, wait, you've you've been collecting this? Oh, and this? Like, you've been at this for a while, haven't like, you? he had
1: a magnet? Yeah. Yeah. I think it also draws the parallels between Senku and Tsukasa even further, that Tsukasa, like, the first time we meet him, he's depressed about how he had to kill the lions, and a lot of, like, again, he does all the hunting, and he's very, very obsessed with, like, plants and everything like that, and animals, uh, Sukasa definitely seems like the character that's in tune with nature, and he would probably go the penicillin route, given the option. Where Senku is more focused on minerals and rocks, and he understands the importance of those things, and he can identify a rock just by looking at it and tell you not only like its class type, but its purpose and everything you could do with it and all the cool sciencey bullshit.
0: Yeah. But Senku also has more of a logic to him as well, yeah. like like he said, he's he's like, well, we could do the penicillin route, but
1: it's so finding random.
0: finding the right mold is random. So let's do it this way, which is a surefire thing.
1: yeah, exactly. And I think that again draws the parallels between the two characters where. Sukasa is somebody that would take that random route. He would go off of instinct or his gut or his emotions, where Senku is driven purely by logic. He's not affected by things like love or flattery or even friendship to a certain extent. Yeah. His friends are people that are his friends for logical reasons, not for, you know, arbitrary ties or anything like that. And it's the reason he was able to drop Sukasa from his group as easily as he did he's like you're killing people that's illogical i can't be behind this if you're not on board with saving everybody then you're not a member of science and that's also why he likes the people that he's conned into helping him as well like chrome (laughs)
0: yes
1: (laughs) which chrome is also a mineral
0: (laughs) no way (laughs) no way
1: chrome might be my favorite character (laughs)
0: uh so he's a stupid
1: boy with a rock collection
0: chrome amuses me um i think so far the the characters i like the most are the the one girl that has like the two daggers Mm -hmm. you know she i love her yeah but also the one guy that gets the the gold spear and he's just like no (laughs) rules are rules i'm not doing it
1: i forget his name but it does translate to gold yeah which is why he got the gold spear nice and again a mineral (laughs) yes and his uh partner whatever is silver and they're they're gold and and silver
0: yes the their brothers i love those (laughs) two.
1: i like the fact that all of the villagers are named after different types of rocks and minerals yeah i'm waiting for salt (laughs)
0: yes mm, good old sodium chloride yep
1: <laughs> and i also really like that the his one friend the uh basically muscle-bound character of the franchise is like he's so obsessed with smartphones <laughs> he's like yeah
0: so so when they're first starting off and senku's just like what do you think the most important thing for humans is
1: smartphones <laughs> yeah And then later in the series, he's just like, what do you think is the greatest invention mankind ever made? And he's like, smartphones! smartphones.
0: (laughs) Not exactly the uh, pinnacle of intelligence there.
1: To be fair, I don't know if Senku's answer was much better. Guns. Fair. (laughs) I mean, I don't think that's the greatest invention mankind ever had
0: uh yeah clearly it's alcohol right to alcohol and they
1: got that in episode one right (laughs) alcohol is clearly the solution to all of mankind's problems it's also the the cause of as it's the thing that brings them all back to life just like adulthood
0: (laughs) uh no excuse you alcohol kills us caffeine brings us back to life
1: agree to disagree
0: that's that's why we
1: science is on my side in this argument
0: that's why humans have decided to say you know read the can of a red bull which says do not mix with alcohol and mix it with alcohol (laughs) that way you're mixing a concoction of pure life and death
1: (laughs) we meet in the middle somewhere (laughs) seriously guys don't mix red bull and alcohol yes
0: no please don't
1: (laughs) don't mix any energy drinks with alcohol
0: uh i do not condone it (laughs) i may do it myself but i don't condone it for others it's
1: not a good idea (laughs) there's much safer ways to get drunk yes there's also i mean i can't say there's much safer ways to drink energy drinks because they make my heart race no matter how much or little i drink them so uh
0: and i just need copious amounts to make (laughs) my heart go doki doki i
1: also really like uh that the muscle brain guy is just he's
0: i can't even remember his name but i
1: can't either he he disappears he he does
0: after what episode six seven something like that he's he's basically him and
1: yuzihara both disappear
0: yeah why can you remember her name an she, she made even less of an impact in the show.
1: I liked her more actually. <laughs> she she might be the typical oh my goodness girl, but I she's, liked her. She's
0: the stereotype love interest.
1: Yeah, I liked her. She's she's got that girl next door vibe. Absolutely. I, I liked like that. I, her. I head... don't hate
0: her. I just, it just, I just found it amusing that you could remember her name, over. The other guy.
1: Yeah, it's like 10-something. Yeah. begins with a T, I know that. T,
0: Tenjo, ten, ten... I don't know.
1: Yeah, I like that her headphones survived as well. I don't know if they're headphones, though. It might just well, be a headband.
0: Okay, so... Considering that the only thing that, sur- that, that came out of their stone shells... I guess they're not shells. The only thing that came out of the stone when when they get revived is is part of them i think they're horns because <laughs> she came out with no clothes or anything but she still had those headphones
1: but the thing is if if it was a headband that was made of stone i think it would have survived because they look like they're made of stone even when they're back in like modern day japan they don't look like headphones. Uh,
0: maybe, but, I mean, if that's the case, then pretty much anything anyone was wearing with them that got turned to stone. Like, like if someone was wearing a gold ring, then that gold ring would come back with them as well.
1: I think, I think that would work, yeah, but I don't think we saw anybody wearing any jewelry.
0: I guess.
1: So. But, yeah, like, they don't look like headphones, because they don't go over her ears. They just sit on top of her head. And
0: they're horns. I'm telling you, they're <laughs> horns.
1: It's the only
0: <laughs> logical explanation.
1: Either way, I like them. I like that they fit the stone aesthetic. They're cute. Yeah.
0: Uh, also, when they come out of the stone, mm-hmm. uh, I'm curious as to why they're all the exact same size, because the stone peels off them, and it's a good, like, quarter inch thick. Yeah. You know, why, why aren't they all, like, instantly smaller?
1: I don't think that's the most illogical thing in this show.
0: No, not at all. But I think like... the
1: fact that Senku counted the seconds to calculate how many years it's been might be the most illogical thing in show. Uh, the show. The fact that they had a conscious, but their brains didn't turn to mush or become uh, malnourished from lack of oxygen and food.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Like, here's the thing. If they had completely turned to stone and were- lost all consciousness then I could believe the idea that they'd be revived and turned back into organic life by, like, this miracle liquid. But them staying conscious while also being stoned, to me, feels a bit absurd.
0: Yeah, I, I think it is.
1: So. But that's just, that to me is the most illogical thing about the show. And it's a Shonen Jump title, so who the fuck cares?
0: Yeah, who needs logic? Like somebody this told, is Shonen Jump. I saw
1: a forum where somebody mentioned that to them the most illogical thing about the show was the fact that all of these like really brilliant things are being done by a high schooler.
0: I saw that,
1: and I'm like, okay, but every Shonen Jump is like all these absurd, ridiculous things being done by a high schooler. It's just this time they're using their brain and not their muscles.
0: It's like one, you don't know that he doesn't have like say an eidetic memory where he just. No, he he can just recall any piece of information that he's yeah. seen. You know, if that's the case.
1: All he have to do is read a book once. All
0: he has to do is read a book once. And considering how intelligent he is, I'm assuming he's read a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, because he he's very into science. He wants to know things about the world. So, so that would make sense. I'm not saying that's what it is, but it would make sense. Yeah. Uh and two you were probably a very average person who mm-hmm. can't recall that much information. Like, it's it's pretty obvious. He's, like, Senku is not your average high schooler. Yeah. You know? So, so it's, it, yeah.
1: I think uh, the one thing I don't like about Senku, if I had to pick anything... I hate the fact that he keeps saying ten billion percent. Me
0: too. I God, hate it. ten billion percent. I
1: hate ten billion percent. And it we'll, becomes we'll
0: revive the world. Ten billion percent. I,
1: it's so catchy too. Cause I found myself thinking it the other day. I'm like, there's a ten billion percent chance of this. Ha-. Like, fuck, no! I hate You're this like,
0: son of a bitch. Just like how. Uh... After Endgame, everyone was just like, I love you 3000.
1: I like I love you 3000. That's it's, it's cute.
0: It's cute. But yeah, like, I just I think it's kind of that same concept where it's, it's like, it's silly. But somehow it, it's sticking.
1: Yeah, the 10 billion percent thing. I think it just, I don't know, the first time he said it, I just thought, I'm like, that's so stupid. Why would a smart guy ever use that as like his catchphrase? Yeah. It makes you sound unintelligent, and he's supposed to be a very intelligent character, and I think that's kind of the irony in it.
0: I'm I'm hoping there's gonna be some sort of like a a backstory to it. Yeah,
1: like maybe his dad used to say it or something. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: so I'm hoping there's some reason behind the ten billion percent.
1: Yeah. Otherwise it just sounds like the kind of thing a little kid says to sound smart when really they're not smart. Yeah. Kinda like you know, like Kids asking their parents, like, hey, do you know what 10 billion times 10 billion is? What? Two 10 billion? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's annoying. I really liked the story about why he has uh, E equals MC squared written on his clothes, though. Yeah. At first, I thought that was just, like, the author just wanted something sciencey on his clothes podcast but hyper he is hyper yeah and he sneezes.
0: um i i gotta say uh with that e equals mc squared on his lab coat his his makeshift lab coat that's what i'm gonna call it mm-hmm. he he has uh very good handwriting with blood yeah <laughs> it... and and finger like like I never had that good a handwriting with finger paints as a kid.
1: <laughs> I also... It kind of reminds me of... You know how, like, a lot of, like, doctor's offices and, like, shows and stuff like that and, like, scientist's office, they always have, like, those motivational posters hang up on their walls? Like, that's always, like, the stereotype that smart people always have, like, some kind of motivational poster in their office? Yeah. Uh, his E equals MC squared kind of feels like the equivalent of that. It doesn't really mean anything significant, because i mean it's not really the most significant formula in this series but it's there to keep him grounded and keep him motivated to keep pushing forward yeah to do what einstein did and stuff like that
0: and all to figure out why he was able to count for 3700 years
1: yeah exactly (laughs) also like that he's going to make weapons of science
0: weapons of science science
1: but yeah straight up i really like all the characters so far i like the pervy magician guy
0: i i don't like him but i don't hate him (laughs) he kind of cracks me up more than anything but he's he's the kind of guy that i would want to punch in the face in person
1: Mm -hmm. i liked his introduction uh It, like, because we've always had, like, the fact that the people that were, you know, stoned that have been turned into, or come back and been revived, they all have cracks on them somewhere. But it drew attention to the fact that most of the time Senku's not going to be paying attention to the cracks more than he's going to be paying attention to what people say and do and act. And the fact that his introduction was eating the ramen saying, this could use a nice cola was kind of like immediately that giveaway that he was a revived person, and then we see the cracks in his skin. Yeah. So I, I kind of like that. I also really like the fact that there are people that weren't stoned.
0: But, but yeah. Uh, but now for the real question. The guy who says the ramen could use a cola, is he a Pepsi or a Coke fan?
1: <laughs> <laughs> they have Mango Pepsi now.
0: Mango Pepsi?
1: Yeah, maybe he's a Mango Pepsi fan. I
0: think i'd try that maybe he's a peach like, coke like, fan like i'm not much of a soda person but i'd like try it japan
1: has like that white peach coke so maybe he likes that maybe and we all know the top tier class is the dr pepper fans <laughs> we are neither coke nor pepsi we are dr pep you we are dr stone <laughs> D-
0: dr dr pepper is to the colas that Pabst Blue Ribbon is to the beers.
1: I don't like how you said that, because Pabst Blue Ribbon is disgusting.
0: I mean, so are all the other beers.
1: But I still don't get what you're getting Cause, at. Because they have their,
0: like, they they have their distinguished, they're like, oh, Pabst Blue Ribbon, we, we're we a Blue Ribbon beer, and, and Dr. Pepper is like, we're we're award-winning we have this many flavors oh yeah i
1: kind of get where you're coming from but i don't know anybody who drinks paps blue ribbon and goes oh well we're sophisticated
0: <laughs> we're sophisticated no i don't think anybody drinks- it's, it's 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 pbr is like they they make themselves think they're sophisticated they when be- really it's like white trash drinking it yeah not that that's how it is with dr pepper but that's yeah, yeah. Anyways.
1: Dr. Pepper are the people that don't want to get involved in the cola wars, so we drink what we like. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We don't think we're better than anybody else. We just don't want involved in your nasty-ass cola bullshit.
0: (laughs) Wiping your hands free.
1: Yep, exactly. We'll take our 23 flavors and go. Thank you very much.
0: (laughs) So, do you think the new village that Senku is, like, at... Do you think they have alcohol?
1: Probably not.
0: All right.
1: It doesn't really seem like they care much for the experiments. I mean, the only thing they were eating was, like, roasted fish.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Like, they they don't even seem like they've mastered rice yet. Yeah. And that was, like, a very early staple for man.
0: Rice. Rice and grains.
1: Yep, I think rice even came before wheat. I believe it. Yeah, like, because I think wheat was a western, like, meal. And parts of Asia were, uh, I'm trying to think of the word. They were settled 1st Mm-hmm. So rice was much more of a staple, and rice made its way to the west, that's why there's rice all over the world. Yes.
0: Yes. Rice everywhere.
1: And I guess there's bread all over the world too, but rice has definitely been a much more (laughs) noted staple of the human diet. And Rice is delicious.
0: Rice is delicious. That's why there's 9,000 different kinds of rice. I actually don't know how many different kinds of rice there are, but there's tons.
1: i also really like the fact that senku keeps referencing stupid japanese media like monster hunter (laughs) and dragon quest
0: dragon quest uh so so it's funny to to note that in the village some of the some of the things that you know they've they have names for have been influenced by dragon quest yeah
1: Like, you could definitely tell if the author was a big fan. I think the funny thing about the Dragon Quest thing, too, is that the episode that referenced it came out immediately after the Dragon Quest characters were added to Smash Bros.
0: <laughs> yeah, good times.
1: And everybody was freaking out. They're like, what the fuck is Dragon Quest? Why would I want
0: Dragon Quest in my Smash Bros. fighting game? Nobody... Why couldn't they
1: have gotten Banjo-Kazooie? <laughs> Nobody asked for Dragon Quest except for, you know, all of Japan. Yeah. Fun fact, uh, Dragon Quest is so popular in Japan that it is a national policy that you cannot release Dragon Quest on a school night because students will actually skip school to go buy the game.
0: It is only allowed to be released on Sundays. Yep. That is how popular... dragon quest is
1: yep it became a national crisis that students were all skipping school to go by dragon quest
0: <sighs> that is insane to think about like can you mm-hmm. imagine if it was like halo was mm-hmm. that way in here in the mm-hmm. u.s like halo is not allowed to be released on a tuesday
1: because too many kids will skip school and people will skip work and yeah, if if it's enough students that it's considered a national crisis. Yeah.
0: There's a, never been an insane. American
1: game that's ever reached that status. Right. So yeah, when people say that nobody asked for Dragon Quest and Smash Bros, you're wrong. Just saying. Uh,
0: I still haven't downloaded the Dragon Quest Hero.
1: I haven't either. I've been too busy. Too overwhelmed by everything.
0: There's been way too much. Some of us have been busy gathering a harem in Persona 5.
1: Some of us have been busy having jobs. That too. (laughs) (laughs) But yes. uh, Straight up though, I really like the, the references. Like, Monster Hunter was a funny reference too, just because, again, Senku's not exactly the hunter type. Uh, If anybody would have been the Monster Hunter character in the series, it would have been Tsukasa.
0: Yeah, he would have been.
1: But the fact that we are getting not only these, like, super relevant Japanese game references, but I think that also confirms that Minecraft was, in fact, part of this universe. minecraft
0: Makes sense.
1: I wonder if they got the B update before (laughs) they all got turned to stone
0: uh little do you know that this that dr stone is actually an isekai they've just been transported into the minecraft world oh shit
1: (laughs) so all these landmarks that they're finding are just like really really good replicas yes (laughs) i really love the fact that they do find the buddha statue though and how each of them kind of treat it differently like uh the one guy treats it as like you know, how most people would it's a religious icon and uh yuzihara treats it as like kind of like this early memory of her childhood and how significant it is and then senku just treats it as or
0: he's just like hey wait a second this could be useful later i
1: could take it apart like nobody nobody in this world you know worships buddha anymore right? Could you imagine the villagers finding like this big old buddha statue in a world where there's like just thousands upon like millions of like human statues and it's like wow that one was really big
0: You'd just be like holy shit he's
1: huge he's like, why aren't the rest of them this big right
0: <laughs> what happened there <laughs>
1: I also really like the subtle introduction to things like the fact that sometimes when the people break out of the stone, they don't completely break out.
0: Yeah, they're still like a little bit stuck.
1: Yeah, and that there is a healing quality to using the stuff, so that becomes super relevant later when Sanku is supposedly dead.
0: Yeah, when uh, they all go their separate ways and Tsukasa's like, okay, yeah, you'd need to die.
1: Yeah. And it turns out that the whole time he's been cracking his neck is actually because he still had a little bit of stone left back there, and he can't die if he hit that spot. Except now he can, because it's gone. Yep. It was like a one-time, like extra life.
0: It's okay. I had an extra guy.
1: <laughs> I also like that Tsukasa hasn't completely bought the idea that Senku's gone. Yeah. Like he's—it's like that thing that just kind of itches in the back of your head. Like, okay, what if I didn't kill him?
0: So, yeah, I mean, he's not an idiot, like you said, he's just, you, you can believe it, but yeah, you, you might have your doubts, especially when, uh, what's his face, you know, picked up Senku and ran off. Yeah. You know, so it's like, you you don't know there's a corpse, so.
1: Yeah. And he's also interested in the villagers as well. So, I'm curious about the villagers, because they've got to be, like, third or fourth generation. And for some reason, the princess of this village knows about, like, all these Japanese, like, media references and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm excited to see where this series is going. Like I said, we really kind of wanted to do this review before it got too far into the hype. And we kind of wanted to cover it while it's still a little bit, like, less talked about and the fan base is still a bit mellow because honestly that's my favorite time to talk about things. We like, don't
0: we don't want to have another Gonkutsuo incident. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> uh, not just that but uh, I think we're cursed because our second demon slayer episode did come out the same time as uh Gigook. Gigooks and then Mother's Basement released a Demon Slayer video literally the next day. And if you go onto YouTube, there is now thousands of Demon Slayer reviews and videos of people just talking about it. But our first Demon Slayer video that came out, where I had no voice, that was way ahead of the game. Yes, we were way ahead of everybody, and we talked about a lot of the stuff that we did get brought up later on by a lot of big reviewers. So the fact that we were a little bit ahead, a of the little curve bit on a- that, ahead. Uh, we I wish we had waited at least one week before we did that episode because then we got introduced to Inosuke and Zenitsu, which I think would have been more entertaining for us to talk about, but the fact that our second Demon Slayer video, which I think was a bit more thorough and a better episode, just happened to come out when everybody else's did and kind of got buried under the chaos of the fandom, I didn't want that to happen with Dr. Stone. I, I want us to be able to talk about the series in all earnesty and... If it's something you guys are sleeping on, maybe you guys would like to check it out now before it gets too crazy. Or if you're waiting to binge watch it, hopefully that decision isn't made because everybody tells you you should watch it. Yeah. So as much as I love the fact that Demon Slayer blew up, and I'm happy that a lot of my friends are now cosplaying from it, and watching it, and enjoying it, I definitely feel like it's almost a bit too noisy now and while i appreciate a lot of people are now giving it a chance i do understand the people that probably are going to try to avoid it because of how loud and noisy its fan base is yeah and it's just nice to be part of a little bit of a quiet fan base for a little bit before it gets too crazy and from my understanding dr stone is gonna get crazy So maybe we'll do another episode about it when that happens. When
0: when that happens or when it wraps up for the year. Yeah. Or something. Yeah.
1: But for now, let's just take a time to appreciate the nerdy science stuff and the minerals. The rocks. Yep. Click clack. Crave that mineral. Crave that mineral. (laughs) (laughs)
0: okay where is that from
1: it's an old ass meme about a bunch of goats standing on the side of a mountain licking salt
0: oh yes (laughs)
1: because they crave that that
0: meme (laughs) i knew it was a reference to something
1: the goats crave that mineral crave that mineral (laughs) and that's why i can't wait until we get the salt episode because you know there's gonna be a salt episode
0: yeah (laughs) yeah All the salt.
1: And we're going to hear about it the same way everybody talks about salt when they're trying to sound smart. Did you know that sodium and chloride are both poisonous to people?
0: But if you combine them,
1: you create the most essential mineral to human life, and that is salt.
0: Oh, my. And you
1: can put it on your popcorn.
0: Delicious, delicious popcorn.
1: (laughs) Yeah, everybody always talks about salt that way. Like it's made of the two most dangerous chemicals.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh,
1: we
0: so, get it. so I would like to to point out that in this this world of stone, uh, oddly enough, it was only the sparrows and the humans.
1: Yeah, that got turned I forgot to, to talk about that. Uh, a lot of people have been bitching about that. Well, why are the lions alive? Because. You see it, like, the first time, like, when the green light hits everybody. There's, like, one woman who was, like, walking her dog, and the dog's still alive.
0: Uh, So, I think what they mean by that is the lions are obviously in zoos. Mm -hmm. So, when everyone, you know, gets turned to stone in the flash of green light, well, who's going to take care of these lions? Mm -hmm. They would have starved to death in the zoo.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So so I can see the logic behind that, but yeah.
1: I think the whole deal with the birds, like being uh, stone as well was one, it gave them an easy creature to experiment on for trying to revive people. Uh, but two, to me it kind of felt like the canary in the cave. Like yeah. it was a warning that the stone thing was about to happen. And also I think it is proof that this is definitely like a targeted thing. As opposed to just a random event. Because we see that the sparrows are not only the early experiments for revival, but were also the early experiments for turning things into stone in the first place. And that when humans were targeted, that it was clearly set for humans.
0: Yeah. Which is why
1: the zoo animals weren't affected, which is why the dogs weren't affected... (laughs)
0: so that's that's why the zoo animals are alive because whoever targeted the humans turned them all to stone and then went and released all the animals from the zoo
1: <laughs> yeah i think uh it's not I'm the kidding, first of course, post-apocalyptic guys. situation where zoo animals break out like uh what's it called the one will smith movie
0: yeah the one will i don't remember what that one's called Yeah. But I know which one you're talking about. Yeah,
1: the zoo animals break out in that one, too. Yeah. Uh, I think there was, like, a study shown that, like, a lot of zoos, because of the way they're built, if animals are desperate enough, they can find their way out.
0: Yeah, I can believe it.
1: Because a lot of the enclosures aren't exactly, like, the most secure things in the world. It's just the animals are often kept comfortable in their environments, and they don't really feel the need to break out. So, and so they're just secure enough that animals are just kind of like, all right, I guess this is my home. They're
0: they're just like, eh, this is my home. I (laughs) I get fed, so I'm okay.
1: Like, it would take several tries for them to figure out how to get out, and they're just like, eh, not worth it.
0: Yeah. I'm safe here. I get fed. I'm good. (laughs) Literally me. Like, if, if I were, if someone were to, an alien species were to offer to me like, hey, you want to be a zoo animal? I'd be like, sure, why not? Like, if <laughs> if people want to observe me, why not?
1: I don't want to be people observing you.
0: If 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 some being wants to observe me, why not? <laughs> if I'm getting fed, I don't care.
1: Yeah, so I don't know if the manga has quite covered why people turned to stone, or if there's ever even going to be a plot point that ex- tries to even question why they got turned to stone. But... Or if
0: this is just a, hey...
1: They got turned to stone, just deal with it. They got
0: turned to stone, just deal with it. I mean, it could even very well be, like, uh, Senku says, he goes over some of the the options. Like, hey, maybe this was a science experiment that got way out of hand. Yeah. You know, like, there was just a big mistake, and everyone got turned to stone.
1: Yeah, so I don't know if the series will ever question or even bother to ask why did this happen in the first place, so much as it's just like, well, it happened... No evidence of it left, so we're just going to move on. Yeah. Uh, I also really like the little melon girl.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She's amusing.
1: (laughs) So really the last thing I want to talk about this series, just because I always feel the need to talk about this with each of our What You Should Watches, I really like the music.
0: The music's pretty good.
1: Yeah, so... I kind of quite put my finger on why I liked the OP so much. Like, mostly just the song. Usually when I talk about OPs, I'm talking about, like, the art direction. Uh, this case, it really is the song that I really, really like. And I was there, I'm like, why do I like this song so much? And it hit me, like, a few days ago. is Burnout Syndrome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember you telling me about that. I
1: didn't realize it was Burnout Syndrome because I don't focus on the credits. I'm so focused on the art of the OP that I never pay attention to the credits. And then, like, one day I'm watching it and this is Burnout Syndrome. I'm like, how did I not notice this was Burnout Syndrome? I love Burnout Syndrome.
0: Yeah, good times.
1: They have such a unique sound. Like, honestly, that's the reason I like a lot of Japanese music is because they really do try to market to bands and singers that have very unique sounds and not the same generic this sounds good bullshit. And burnout syndrome is a fantastic example of just being extremely unique and using vocal cords and st- like styles of music that's not something you hear every day. It combines kind of that synthetic sound with rock to almost opera-like singing, and it's it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, and it works really well for this whole like dawn of a new age style aesthetic that dr stone is going for and it works just fantastically it kind of gives me that same feeling as like uh that one famous scene of like the gorillas learning how to like use tools and then they like throw it in the air and it plays like that music do you know what i'm talking about
0: the Mm the space odyssey yeah yeah
1: it kind of has that feeling to it and
0: yeah see see for me it kind of has that feeling of like as a kid i grew up playing a lot of like sid meyer's civilization mm-hmm. and like when when it's in the menu screen it has that very like it's got that music that it's <laughs> just it's very inspiring and it, it builds up and you know it's 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 just so that's what it reminds me of—is is playing Civilization like three and Civilization four.
1: Yeah, and really, I don't think they could have picked a better band to do the music for this series. And the the ED—I don't know if the music quite fits as well, but I think the ED was more going for uh, kind of what modern day Japan is like. So they went very more like a J-pop. Yeah. Kind of beat. And again, it has kind that of, very synthetic, but
0: so it's it's kind of more of a, a a like in in the beginning, you know, it's it's like, oh, you know, and you know the dawn of a new civilization and then at the end, it's like, hey, this is what it's getting to.
1: yeah, this is this is what we have memories of. this is what we want to try to bring back. yeah. and you see that like what I really like how they handled the ed with uh it looks like live footage, but with like heavily filtered mm-hmm. and so you see like, The dance club and, like, the baseball field and, like, the train station. And you see people.
0: Like, street traffic and all that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You see what we consider civilization versus what civilizations become. and Yeah. So, while, like, I don't like the sound of the ED as much. It's a good song, but I just, I don't know if it fits as well. I like how they handled the ED. And... I would actually think it's one of the better EDs of the year if it weren't for Dororo and Sarazan Mai both having absolutely fantastic EDs. Yeah. So, But I think it definitely deserves a nomination for Best ED from the Crunchyroll Awards if you're paying attention. We will eventually do an episode about like what our choices for Crunchyroll Awards will be.
0: Eventually. But. Yeah, it's, it's going to be coming up.
1: Yeah, uh, as soon as the fall season hits, probably three or four weeks into the fall season we'll
0: we'll do a like hey these would be our choices yeah
1: exactly which means we need to watch carol a tuesday i know
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm getting to it
1: i know i need to watch it over here so we might just have to binge it together because i do not have netflix (gasps) because my roommate canceled the netflix
0: (laughs) it's all right i'm So, so I know I probably shouldn't say it, but I I feel kind of bad because we're, we're always like, oh, we should watch things through legal means. And, and admittedly, I can't pay for seven different subscriptions. (laughs) So, so admittedly, my mother is paying for Netflix. Mm -hmm. I am paying for Verve and for, so that's, that's Crunchyroll and, uh, High Dive and whatever. But then it's like... Um I'm, I'm not paying for my Amazon Prime. I'm not paying for my uh Funimation.
1: Somebody is though. But somebody <laughs> is. <laughs> We're not stealing from these companies.
0: We're yeah.
1: Yeah, uh Stefan's actually been fronting a lot of his accounts for me to use. So that's been nice so Funimation and Prime and uh he said that I could use his Netflix account too, but that's a little bit trickier cuz Netflix is a bit more strict. Yeah, so. Netflix
0: is krandeski wampus like like sometimes they'll it seems like they'll let you have other people on like a different ip address watching stuff and then other times it's it's like an instant ban and they're like yeah no so Mm. so netflix is kind of weird in that regard
1: yeah i also feel like we're gonna see a lot of people cosplaying yuzihara
0: yeah i can see that
1: but I like her character design, but she's not somebody I'd ever cosplay because you'd have to go without underwear.
0: I mean, and if you really wanted it to be authentic, just, like, animal hide everywhere. No.
1: I just feel like it would be extremely, un- like, me personally, I find it extremely uncomfortable to not wear underwear. So I would not want to cosplay her for that reason alone.
0: Uh, you, you just have to get one of those underwears where it's like...
1: no. Okay. I know what you're going for, and no. <laughs> if I cosplayed anybody from the series, uh, I'm not going to lie, it would probably be Tsukasa. All right. Because he's just a JoJo's character.
0: He, he really <laughs> he is. He is a pillar he, man. He is the JoJo's reference in this show.
1: <laughs> he's also ridiculously pretty. He's some, like, there's some screenshots where they go a little bit overboard with his details, and it's just like... Wow, that's just, like, one really, like, buff man. But then other times, like, they draw him a bit softer, and I think, like, he's really pretty. I like when they draw him softer. Yeah. So, not that I have anything against the Barra men, but... You
0: just you just really love your pretty boys.
1: I do like Barra pretty boys. So.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: You say that, like, I'm gonna be ashamed. I'm not. You
0: you, you must like Machio. <laughs> from chev the anime
1: i <laughs>
0: he's just a bara pretty boy
1: <laughs> he's so plain looking until you realize that he's buff <laughs> we will be talking about that anime this season too uh because it was requested and we do take requests so
0: was it requested who requested it was that
1: requested one? you know who requested it
0: i'm sure i do the only person remember.
1: who requests anything from our channel guys send us requests
0: yeah tell us what you want us to talk about
1: yep I'll, i think we'll go ahead and wrap up dr stone there just because like i said it's still not very far into it we're probably going to get some big bombshell and the internet's gonna break and everybody's gonna be like what the fuck is demon slayer i'm watching dr stone and then we'll be like we told you guys
0: we told we called you. it It'll it'll be next season. We
1: were watching it before it was it'll, cool. It'll
0: be the fall season when Doctor Stone is con- is a continuing simulcast.
1: Yeah, and it'll and, drop. And, and everybody uh, will Demon
0: feel Slayer it. has now dropped.
1: Yeah, and everybody will be like, "You guys weren't talking about Doctor Stone? We don't remember that episode. You guys are just talking about it because it's trending on Twitter." And we're like, "We did talk so, about it." So
0: to which we can point them to the post date. Yeah. and be then, like, bitch, please. And
1: then we could, like, push our glasses up on the, you know, front of our nose with our middle finger and be like, we've talked about this months ago. But
0: of course it has to be, you know, like the anime. So it's like, yeah. it's all, like, lit up in the yeah. lenses. So, so lenses you just can't see, can't see our lights, our, 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 our eyeballs. Yeah, it's tremendous. just...
1: Psh, we're totally. We're gonna get glasses just to do that to you guys in like six months. I, just wait, I, uh, I will. I
0: months. will find a way to Jimmy rig it up so they light up like that.
1: Yep, we're gonna do it. You guys wait.
0: <laughs> Excuse me. Anyways,
1: <laughs> I will do like super like JoJo esque, just like we talked about this three months ago, and you'll be like Nani! Nani! <laughs> <laughs> all right we're gonna wrap it up bye you guys thanks guys thanks for
0: listening (laughs) bye